0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Traders' Rahapa podcast. I am your host, of course, the Bishop of Deception, the Sultan of Suspicion. Please, Envikili, ready back once again. And with me today, I've got a special treat for you all. We are blessed truly to be in the presence of someone incredible. She is, of course, the host of not one but two Traders' shows, both French-speaking and English-speaking in Canada. It is Karine Vanasse here with us today. Karine, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Actually, the Francophone version of the show that will it will only air in Quebec in a few months. Um, yes. But the English version started. Yes.
0: Yes. And we're here to talk about the English version. We obviously saw the first episode drop. Corinne, uh, I have a couple of questions for you specifically before we get in there. Uh, what drew you to uh, be a part of the traders?
1: Well, I'll answer your question, I promise. But I just have to say- that I haven't spoken to many people who have watched the episode so far. Oh. So, um, really excited to. Uh, I, I I would have many questions right now to you, but it's okay. I'll answer yours. It's fine. <laughs> um, so, what drew me to this show? Um, well, I never thought I would be uh, hosting that kind of show. Uh, mm. I'm an actor. I'm I'm having uh, amazing parts to play. Great projects, both in French and in English. I've been offered um, to host shows. Uh, reality TV shows before, and I've always said no. I don't know. Maybe I didn't find why it would be why it would make sense for me to be hosting it. When they came to me for The Traders, I watched the Australian version, and um, I saw the fun that the host was having. I could see why, as an actor, it would make sense for me to be hosting this show, um, how it could build up this character, this lady of the manor uh, with mm. outfits, Wow. And I, it just in it. it I, I just felt that it would be it would be fun, that it would be engaging. The kind of um, the casting also of the of the players, um, you know. In Quebec, we have. I mean, you saw the the casting uh, for the English version here in Canada, but uh, that mix of reality TV personalities and just regular Canadians, you know, uh, magicians, psychic, but people who can read others mm-hmm. or who know that. Good abilities at reading situations, um, good intense situations as well, and uh, see how they think that they could easily find their way through this game and watch it all crumble as they realize that when you're confused and being manipulated and well, it's it's easy to lose track of um, your own sense of perception and what you think of certain situations. So, yeah, it was very, very fun for me to do that.
0: I love to TV. hear that. And um, I also, the Australian version, Roger is a great host. So I love that he's the one that you uh, did enjoy as well. Um, my question to you is Are you a big reality TV fan? And then a sub question is Did you know, were you familiar with any of the cast uh, prior to them being on the show here?
1: I'm not a big TV reality fan. And I think that's, and I've spoken to many people who are not uh, reality TV fans who, Loved the traders, and I think for to me that's that was also something to know that this show uh, attracts viewers who are not necessarily um, reality TV fans. That was all, and and it had that effect on me. I understood, like it, to me, it felt like you know when sometimes um, as a movie lover, you know, you, I watch a documentary, and even as an actor, I'm like when when I watch a really good documentary. I'm even questioning why I'm an actor. I'm like, we should just watch real people go through real situations. It's so much more, it's so much more real. Like, it's amazing to see when it's well, when it's well made. Um, and I feel like with the traders, it's the same thing. It felt like shooting uh, a thriller series. Yeah. And I feel like when I watch it, that's how it feels as well. Like, it's not about watching people in their daily life. It's really about watching them as an experiment. And I and you'll tell me that many, many, many other shows, other reality shows are about <laughs> that as well. But I think maybe it was even more um, specifically focused on that. How do these people play the game?
0: Mm-hmm. And, then, that- yeah. Yeah, and there's a reason why I'm manning down the uh, Traders podcast is because I really fell in love with the format of this show and what it can give you.
1: What do you like about it?
0: Just so I know what to answer. So for me, I I love a good detective game. I love trying to figure out who is what. But obviously with the traders, the difference with the other shows is that they immediately tell you who the traders are. And I love watching the game from their lens. And then I love watching the faithfuls try and piece it together. So I'm a sucker for that. And I love what you said earlier about all the different uh, job titles some of the cast members have where... They're here proficient in reading things in their occupation. So you got a psychic; They're here. Very good at reading what they do in their occupation. You've got someone in public relations. They know really well how to deal with people in that sense. So it's fun to see a clash of all these occupations and all these um, people's lives to see who is going to reign supreme amongst them. Who's going to be the best reader? Who's going to be the best deliberator? And I'm a sucker for stuff like that. You you know, we've got Mike, the magician. We also have Kevin, who is both has played big brother and is a poker player. Who's got the best hand here? Who's going to be able to read it better? So that's really what I'm a sucker for here.
1: And from based on the first episode that you saw, who are you excited to follow through this game based on the characters and the personalities that were presented to you?
0: I absolutely love this question. So for me. I'm coming in. So I knew three of the cast well because I cover Big Brother. So I've watched Koozie play, Kevin play, and I watched Erica play Survivor. For me, I was very keen to see where Koozie and Kevin are going to go here. And I actually have a question for you about Kevin. We'll get there in a second. But for right now, after episode one, how is Koozie going to do as a trader? She wants that blood. So I'm excited to see how she plays this game. And then for me, I'm, you know, I'm new to Mike. But I feel like he's got something going on. So I'm very excited to see how he's going to execute it as well. And uh, I'm excited to meet the other players, Karin. Because with the first episode, because obviously like with Australia, with the other formats, you get like a batch drop of two or three episodes. You're immediately, you figure people out. I'm going to have to marinate on a week and be like, hmm, is Colin going to be in trouble or no? (laughs) Am I going to meet him? We'll see. So I'm very excited about it in that regard. Now, what did you see in the three traders you selected? I'm very curious. What what was it that drew those three to the roles for you?
1: Ah, uh, well, well. If we start with Koozie, yes, she wanted it so badly. Yes. And you know, sometimes, and to be honest, uh, Puya, mm-hmm. I, I can't share too many spoilers. And I going- of course,
0: of course.
1: <laughs> because I know not only you is listening right now. Um, so um, but to some of them, when I asked them the question, when I was interviewing them the first day that they got to the manor, when I asked them, do you want to be a trader or faithful?" some of them answered, "Well, you know, finally, I, I think I'll be a better faithful than a trader. Um, and we listen to them, you know if we need we need good faithful anyway. you know mm-hmm. there's, there's oh, you know, we talk about the traders a lot right now, but if we need good, faithful. We do need them. Oh, yeah. uh, something. Um, and I I mean, it could have gone we could have gone in so many different directions. I mean, it could have been Kevin would have been maybe a more I, he would have been obviously an amazing trader, but maybe too much of an obvious choice. Mm. and it was so interesting to see how he would play the game as a fateful. I think we were myself in the production. we were so interested in seeing this player that we've seen playing Big Brother being so good. We know he's a good poker player. Can he? You know, is he a good team player? Could he do that? Um, could could he make people trust him uh, instead of just being scared of him and just does <laughs> or says? Um, so we were interested to see uh, Kevin as a faithful, that's one thing. But Kuzi, yeah, she wanted it so much. And um and there was just something about her energy that felt like you know, she would be really an engaging uh, trader to watch. Um, Mike, I'm so glad. We got Mike Uh, because there's something, I mean, he's not a TV, like once again, he's not a TV reality uh, person, but I feel like there's something so charismatic about him and we want our traders to be charismatic. They need to be, we need to want to come back to them and we see them so much during the episodes. Um, uh, So Mike is interesting. And then uh, Mel B. uh, she's, uh, She's such a big, a reality tv fan so we knew she would know there was some, i don't know it's just it was just a feeling yeah <laughs> just, i mean all of them like you say at the beginning of the show you know they all have the potential to be a trader so it was just a matter of that day by just watching them behave with each other um and that's one thing about the format that i love is and uh, they really do it with all the various um versions of the show is that we don't know who the traders will be when they when they arrive on site. Uh, so it's really through the interviews and by watching them interact with each other that really uh, make our decision.
0: I love that because I think my prediction coming in was, I think one of obviously the trio of Erica Kuzie, and Kevin, I think one of them's a traitor. I thought two could be a traitor, but I love that they weren't because like you said, I like the, the idea that if you are going to be suspected to be one, let's see how you act when you're not one. And now people are gonna think you are how can you shake it off? That's what I would like to see.
1: And can you and can you play the game still? Mm-hmm. Like will you play the game if you're a traitor and just abandon and become like a boring player if you're not a traitor, or will or just will you okay, shift and become an amazing ally to the other players? Or will you become the the, the faithful that we can't trust? <laughs> you know, right. because you can't play the game as a faithful but wanting to win almost on your own, you know, wanting to get rid of certain people that you don't think deserve to be there in the end.
0: So my question to you real quick is, let's say you are on the cast and you are facing the host who is not as good as you in this scenario. That host is not as good as you. And the host says, would you like to be a traitor or a faithful? Where would you go? Where What would you want to do?
1: What I realize is that you don't know what kind of player you are until you play this game. Mm-hmm. And you could be one type of player next to up, like certain players and become someone else next to other players. I feel like it's really the combination of you, but the rest of the group that then informs whether or not you'll be like, um, I don't think we can know, basically, to answer your question. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I'm not giving you like a specific answer, but I really think that it's pretentious from anyone to arrive and start to play this game, saying, i'll this is this will be my strategy,
0: yeah. I'm with you one hundred percent. I've always said with these shows, it all depends on what cast you're put in with. you could, you have to play a different game depending on who you're cast with and how you mesh in with that group. So I love that answer. I will take it. I accept it. Um what was what is the toughest part about hosting the show for you? Are there any challenges that you uh, faced?
1: Hmm. keeping a distance with them? Um, yeah, because I, I mean, it, it was just, I, I wasn't able to talk. I wasn't allowed to talk to them between mm-hmm. like, and obviously the round and stuff. But after a few days, I mean, I get to see them being so emotional. You want to comfort them. You want to be there for them. But no, it's not. My job is to be able to be just warm enough. You know, when we were talking about Roger in the Australian version, that's what I, that's what I loved about it. He was able to be warm enough. Mm-hmm. So players would react with the same kind of warmth, and they would be spontaneous. But when he said something more decisive, they were following the rules. But it was also interesting to see. Okay, but he's you know he's like the James Bond type of type of host. But he's mm-hmm. a he's a guy. Me, you know, I watched Claudia host the show, but as a you know as a female host, how could I? Could I have the same kind of power over them when it was time to just, you know, remind them of what the rules were? Mm-hmm. Would they listen to me the same way? Um, so I just, it, I really, we really wanted to maintain that level of tension when, when she comes in, into the, when she, when she goes to the round table and they're all there sitting there, the tension comes back right away. And we wanted to make sure to keep that and not lose that. So. Yeah, so having a, just enough fun so that it would bring some warmth, but not too much. And I think the costumes—I mean, because I call them costumes—but <laughs> you, you know, the looks were really helpful in creating that kind of persona as well.
0: Yeah, yeah you it did feel like you had a, a charge, a command over everybody, but not in a not in a dictator way. In a, no. it's my house, but have fun. <laughs> you can have a good time.
1: I think you know, we were just imagining. Like, she's this lady. She has. She she has so much money. She wants to experiment. She wants to say, "Okay, you think, what if I put all of you together? I want you to play the game like she doesn't. She's not she's not rooting for the traders more than the faithful, but she wants them to play them. Play the game. Don't just stay in your corner and not do anything. Play it. I chose you for that. So uh, that's it.
0: I love that you're here to watch the entertainment play out like the rest of us. Um, Mm -hmm. So we did see the first challenge of the season. and. We did see Trayvon kind of fall at the very end. What was the energy in that moment seeing this man run a whole kilometer, which, by the way, very happy that we're talking kilometers and not miles. I moved to the States three years ago and I still don't know the conversion. So kilometer. Yay. Um, what was the energy there when Trayvon does collapse there at the very end with the detonator? Um. Well, yeah,
1: well, at that moment, nobody knows who did. We don't know who the trade, they don't know who the traders are. The traders don't know who the other traders are. Um, So I feel like it was that moment. It was that mission where everyone is still really, it's really just a big group collaborating together. Like, I feel like the game had started, but not quite just yet. Um, So it was quite, um, I mean, they all cared for him. They just, they wanted to make sure that he was okay. At the same time, they were like, well, if you didn't, if you knew, if you're asthmatic, just don't do it. Like, don't push yourself to those limits if you can't do it. But I feel like it happened at a moment where they were all still, um, it was really a team still. So, um, but everyone was really, and we just wanted to make sure that it was fine. Like, obviously we didn't want to start on, the, on our first episode losing a losing a player. Yeah. Like, we knew it was to ask them. But I mean, some of the production members had just run the, the kilometer. So we knew it was, you know, it was not too difficult. Um, but we certainly, so the drama was interesting, but it didn't go on the other side. So we, ju- we just had enough drama for the first episode, but I'm happy that we didn't lose him.
0: Yeah. Likewise, I agree. Crane, this has been so much fun. I would love to pick your brain more about this, but I know we're out of time. So thank you so much for joining us. We do appreciate it. And we can't wait to um, see what the season unfolds.
1: And I'll go listen to what you said previously. So I, I can. Nothing but good
0: things, I promise. <laughs> Thank you, Pia. Thank you so much.